You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of the Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. And unfortunately, Maurice and Susie cannot be here today. But we have two very special guests joining us. Hey, it's it's Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's brother from another mother. Indubitably. (laughs) Well, we're we're here for a very uh, special reason. It's, uh, It's Mike's Patreon pick. Um, so one of the Patreon levels allows you to have a pick every year for a random movie. And I'm going to throw it over to you, Mike, to tell us why we're here and what the hell we watched. So if people don't think that Patreon is a value, I'm going to tell you why it's a value. You know, guys, there's this awesome movie you want to talk about. I got to show it to you, though. OK, so it's just in the woods. You got to follow me into the woods and it's next this this is the best movie ever. There's like 17 boobs in it and all kinds of gore and Michael Winslow from Police Academy. It's it's right over here. It's it's right you see it? It's that it's that videotape right on the edge of that giant chasm. <laughs> Wait, what you <laughs> Theater of the Mind! <laughs> uh, oh my god, this movie. <laughs> we are talking about the pit. The early 80s cult classic that uh, still doesn't get talked about enough. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> is batshit crazy and wrong in all sorts of ways. And I love it. It's, oh man, it, it's it's something else. But uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, like you said, it's The Pit from 1981. It's an hour and 36 minutes directed by Lou Lemon. Uh, this is his only film. This is the only thing he directed. And I this ruins somebody's career. I'm shocked. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we'll we'll go through the cast real quick because I didn't write down a lot of them. I only wrote down the people that had more than like two speaking lines. Um, so we have uh, Jamie Benjamin, played by Sammy Snyder's who we would know from Huckleberry Finn and his friends, The Last Chance, and The Littlest Hobo. Now, The Littlest Hobo has come up multiple times on this show before, usually with these made-for-TV movie people. Um, They all kind of circulate in the same crowd. Is The Littlest Hobo like a TV series or something? Yeah, it was a TV series. I want to say in the 70s, maybe? 70s, early 80s? But uh, that's come up multiple times with, with these very, like, low-budget, early 80s movies. Um, Then we have Sandy O'Reilly, played by Jenny Elias. Um, She wasn't in a lot of live-action stuff, but holy crap, her IMDb credit is filled with uh, with, um, voice acting roles. She did a shitload of cartoons in the 80s, like The Real Ghostbusters, Teen Wolf, The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Uh, She was also on The Addams Family cartoon, Skeleton Warrior, Savage Dragon, and she's still acting. She she recently did uh, Solar Opposites. Whoa. Yeah, she's she's doing a lot of stuff. 
Then we have uh, Marge Livingston, uh, <laughs> the librarian that Jamie is creepily obsessed with. Uh, this was her only film. This was it. That she was done. <laughs> One and done for her. Wow. Um, then we have Mrs. Benjamin, played by Laura Press. She was in The Littlest Hobo, The Twilight Zone, War of the Worlds, Forever Night, and Goosebumps. Then we have Mr. Benjamin, played by Richard Eldine. Uh, he was in The Virginian, Hogan's Heroes, and Friday the 13th, the series. And then last but not least, we have the annoying Abigail, which I kept thinking it was Abigail until I turned the subtitles on and saw her name is Abigail, which I had never heard before. Um, Andrea Swartz was uh, the woman who, or the girl who played her. Uh, she was in Seeing Things, Concrete Angels, <laughs> and the Garbage Pail, uh, Garbage Pail Kids TV show, the cartoon. Okay. So, yeah, this is, oh boy, this is something. But, Mike, Mike, I'm just going to toss it over to you. You tell us what you think. Let me chime in here real quick, because while you were running down the credits, I was like, I'm sick and tired about hearing hearing about The Littlest Hobo and not knowing what The Littlest Hobo was. <laughs> so I just YouTube The Littlest Hobo. I was hoping that it was, like, a little person hobo, like no. Billy Barty and his adventures. It's a dog show. So it's yeah. like Rin Tin Tin, <laughs> Benji. It's a Canadian uh, uh, TV yeah. series. It's yeah. the adventures of a husky that like saves kids. It's yeah, yeah. How did I not <laughs> see that on Canadian TV? Like I know, after right? the cross here or something. I don't. It Up looks gar- It looks like garbage. It's got that like Vaseline lens early '80s going on. Ugh. There's no. There's no midgets. Sorry. <laughs> Travis yeah, no. has been on a TV, like a made-for-TV, like movie kick lately, and we yeah. watched the Tenth Kingdom, and then now we're watching Merlin. Or no, we just finished Merlin. Oh, oh man, I haven't seen those in forever. Sci-Fi those, Channel. Those were early two thousands, I believe, right? It was my first time for both of them. Huh. I, I know I have uh, I have the Tenth Kingdom on DVD, and I, I remember I want to say that that was early two thousands because I think I bought it when I was living in Rochester. Um, but yeah, that the the Littlest Hobo, yeah, it was uh, from seventy nine, and it ran for six seasons. So that's why oh. so many people that we uh, talk about on this show have ended up on that show. Well, in America, uh-huh. you have Murder She Wrote. In Canada, you have the Littlest Hobo. Apparently, yep. uh, <laughs> all right. Let me tell you what I think about the pit, a.k.a. Teddy. Yes. I watched this when I was 10 years old around Halloween. So we had like a local cable affiliate where I was living. And, you know, like back in the 80s and early 90s, you get like the television stations that weren't Fox or CBS or ABC. It was like WXYZ, your local cable station. And they just play whatever they could play. And it was like. The Wednesday night spooky movie. And they played the pit, but they cut all of the offensive crap out of it. Mm-hmm. So it was like a 45 minute movie about <laughs> Jeremy, Jamie, sorry, about Jamie luring people to this hole in the ground. <laughs> and that's it. Well, if if you're nostalgic for that cut of the film, it is available on Tubi. There's both cuts of the film. Both cuts are on Tubi because I got really, really confused yesterday <laughs> when I looked it up. Huh. I was like, I saw Wait a the other one there, but yeah. I didn't realize it was a different cut. Oh my what God. Is... I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> what is the R rated version and what is the broadcast cut? 
So oh, they ruin it so much then because yeah. I feel like a lot of the stuff that gets cut is like super important, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's like boobs, but you know, yeah, it's but... like three movies in one <laughs> that don't go together. It's yeah. not like it's not like peanut butter and chocolate, it's like mustard and <laughs> jelly and bread. I don't know what it's like the worst sandwich ever. Mustard and, and jelly sounds horrific. It's hilarious. So you've got a movie about this perverted kid, Jamie, who is clearly a psychopath mm-hmm. in the making. But it's the early eh, eh. 80s. Yeah. It's the early 80s. So it's like the shit he's doing is kind of acceptable in a like frat house kind of like, I'm going to trick my teacher into showing me her boobies. By saying I kidnapped her daughter and I'm going to murder her. (laughs) (laughs) And this is my really ratty ass talking teddy bear. Mm -hmm. And then there's like another sub movie about Jamie and his trollologues, which I only heard of in this movie. They made them up for this movie. They're not a real thing. No. But they look like if Ewoks and Critters had a baby. It's like a little person, man, bear, pig, porcupine, gorilla, monster. <laughs> that grows up to be a big one. Yeah. Which, don't worry, we'll talk about big man, bear, pig very, very soon. Um, and then there's like this weird third movie that's like white guy posse solving the problem. <laughs> that whole and that's how it wraps it all up. Oh my god, that whole sequence the feels so scripted ever. You know, like there's always those horror movies like that, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Like, we got this problem, yeah. how are we gonna solve it? Drunk white yeah. guys and guns. I mean, I actually that's how... love that picture collage at the end of it. At if the they, end of Night of the Living Dead. If they ripped that off with this, I would have shit my pants. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's how they solved uh, the Michael Myers situation in Halloween 4. Yeah, it's just know? like, how are we gonna fix this one? Ah, mob. White guy posse with guns. Yeah. And well, it's also, and there's also a little bit of like sex comedy, but whoever made the movie didn't understand it. And it's just disturbing now. It didn't age well. It's, it's very disturbing. It's weird. See, now that, that whole yeah, sequence, though, that, that whole ending sequence with the, the cops and the, and the posse, that felt so fucking tacked on. It really did feel like the movie ended. And then they were like, oh, wait, we didn't wrap it up. Uh, let's do this whole other sequence. Because where were the cops throughout the rest of the film? Drinking. <laughs> Friends, like, people were going missing through the whole film. But remember, the sheriff said he lived there because he didn't want to deal with shit like that. Right. Yeah. So he was trying to avoid doing all that kind of work because he's like, I just don't want to fucking deal with it. Right. But it's like, well, but at least have him show up like, ah, no, they'll come back later. Like, you know, have him show up and make an excuse like, oh, Mrs. Oliphant ain't missing. She went for a Sunday walk. Yeah, that's the ticket. You know, just something to be like, (laughs) there are cops here. But like the whole movie happens. And then the last 20 minutes is all cops. (laughs) It's like, what what I love that part because then when they find the dead body, he's like, oh, they did run away. Shit. They're, they're dead. <laughs> mm. This movie, holy shit. So, well, Sam, what what are your thoughts on before I get into mine? What are your thoughts on this film? <laughs> okay, so 
I believe it is a hidden gem of tasty garbage. It is quite enjoyable. <laughs> I looked at it more from like a psychological, philosophical kind of like lens. And what I saw was a schizophrenic boy who got a Tales from the Crypt ending. Yeah. That's totally like how I viewed like this whole thing. Like he just didn't get like the help he should have got early well, on. And had they gone with the original script, that would be 100% accurate because originally the trollologs were not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be only in his head. Yeah. The trollogs are the best part of the Well, yeah. You know, very- damn it. I don't know if they're the best part of the movie because I inappropriately laugh <laughs> way too much. <laughs> At uh, Jamie? Same. Yeah. Same. Oh. I, I think I have a note somewhere along here where I'm, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but not sorry. The old lady scene was funny. That Oh, that scene was <laughs> fucking hilarious. You guys, have you guys seen um, Children of the Corn Part 2? Oh, yeah. Where the evil Probably. kids take control of the old lady's motorized wheelchair and drive her <laughs> into traffic. Yes. Reminded me of that. Now, Sam, like, can I ask you, was it like any of his shenanigans, were they offensive? Because he was creeping hard. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a pubescent boy. Like, uh, his shenanigans were like, it made sense. And like, for him being like schizophrenic and stuff, like, he believed everything that that like Teddy was saying to him or like, you know, his whole thing with like the hole and everything. So like, he was just reacting like the way he should have reacted because he believed those things to be reality. Teddy told him to stare at his babysitter's nipple while she slept. <laughs> yeah, man. He's a, he's like a 13 year old. Well, no, he was 11, right? Or was 12, he 13? 12. 12. I, I think he's, he so, yeah, was he's like a 12 year old boy. Like, you know, like <laughs> you're very forgiving. <laughs> I like, I well, watching. I mean, I was just thinking. It like, was a, I what I think was more creepy is the fact that his librarian keeps an issue of creative nude photography for middle schoolers to take out of the library. Yeah, well, I mean, well, there was like National Geographic and stuff. And to be fair, that looked like it was an outside library, like because the teacher leaves the school and walks to another building. So I, I feel like that was kind of like uh, like because growing up in the falls, we had I went to Sacred Heart and like right around the corner was the public library. So yeah. like we would always like, we'd leave school and like walk across the street and around the corner and we'd go to the public library. So that's yeah. kind of the vibe I got was so in a, like a public library, it makes sense. And it looks like Jamie just spent a lot of time there poking around through the nudie books. You know, yeah, if he spent a totally. lot of time in the woods, he found a hole in the ground. You think he'd find Johnny Fappelseed. I know, right? Where's the used <laughs> porn in the, in the woods? Um, but I do want to make a comment, uh, Sam, you were talking about like him being a 12 year old boy and there was a line where <laughs> Sandra, when cleaning his room, finds his wank material, like his little, <laughs> his dirty magazine. And she goes, this kind of magazine and youth, does that make sense? And I'm like, of course it fucking does. He's 12. Yeah. He's jerking Wait, off to whatever. was not like exchanging magazines they found like from the friends. Shit, man. When I was 13, I was exchanging porn mags for weed. <laughs> There's I mean, I, somewhere I just, in his room, there's a false wall full of crusty socks. <laughs> I guarantee it. 
Exactly. For real. And his laundry basket and under the bed. Oh, God. Yeah. That's why Teddy's <laughs> fur was so crunchy. Yeah. Oh, no. Not Teddy. Sometimes you don't know where it's going to land. You can't predict that shit. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> he, put a, he put enough baby batter in Teddy, he became possessed. <laughs> That's yep. why Teddy had his voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he sounded just like Jimmy. He was full of them. He was his baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. But so overall, you're a fan then? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I enjoyed it. Obviously, it had its silly moments and everything. But I, I thought overall, like, it was executed very well. Especially, like, looking at it from the um, aspect of him being, like, schizophrenic. Yeah. See, you know, I, I feel like I didn't give it the same the same kind of credit you gave it. Because uh, I was watching it with my eyes rolled back in my head. Um, <laughs> like, it's, Which I can see that, you know. I've Well, that's the thing. I saw this years ago, much like Mike. I saw it when I was a kid. Didn't remember. Ba- I barely remembered anything about it. Um, I remembered, like, it's one of those movies, much like Terror Vision, where it was one of those things where I'm like, was that a fever dream I had? Was that real? Did that was that a real movie? Because um, all I remembered were scenes of the, the the old woman going into the pit and Alan going into the pit and the kid talking <laughs> to his teddy bear. And I was like, for the life of me, I had no idea what this was. Fast forward to last year when I was like going through Tubi and I saw the pit and I read the description. I'm like, wait a second. This is that fucking movie. So I put it on and watched it and giggled my way through the entire movie and immediately texted Mike. Being like, oh my god, I'm I'm rewatching the pit. I haven't seen this since I was a kid. And then he told me how much he loved it, and mm-hmm. we got to talking about the pit for a while, and realized that one day it would be on this show. It was like um, that, that part in Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the pit? Yep. I like the pit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we become best friends. Let's do karate. Exactly. That was the moment Mike and I met each other too when he came over to my apartment when I was living with Susie and I was watching the Dead Next Door and you were like, "Oh my god, what are you I got so excited. What? <laughs> I was like, "The Dead Next Door, really? Like this is amazing." <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like, obviously, you both know I have a love for for cheesy movies like shit. I just went to go see Miami Connection at at Thursday Night Terrors last night, so I definitely do love my cheesy movies. But this one, there's um, Jamie just creeps me out. <laughs> like, he's a creepy little fucker. Like, but you know think who Jamie of it from like society too? How they're like they're everybody around him was picking on the weird kid. You know, the girl next door, the teacher, the librarian, the other students. So, like, haven't you been in that situation, too, you know, when you're in school and everybody's like, oh, well, you're kind of a little strange, weird off. Like, we all have. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like everything he did was, like, justified by the way he was treating and his mental, like, health at the moment. See, and that I can see. And, and and I love the fact that you you examined it that closely, because I feel like you're giving it the credit that it should get, whereas I'm just like shitting all over it. Yeah, which I mean, everybody else, obviously, because the ratings were so bad and nobody really, you know, well, kind of appreciated it. So thank yeah. you, because that's your profession. Is yeah. you, you, work, you work with yes. kids who yeah. 
get slipped between the cracks that clearly have an issue. Like, this yeah, isn't a joke. Totally. Now, but the other side, guys, let me ask you this in all seriousness. If you had access to a pit full of trial logs as a kid, mm-hmm. would you play like Nerf football people and lead them to their death? No. Absolutely. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Me, as a child at that time, being his age, absolutely. Now, me thinking if I could do that with people, like, no, no. I want to um, do it now. And another thing, before I forget, Jamie is that kid that you meet as a kid where he's like, you know, your mom's like, this is the boy next door. You go play with him and be friends with him. And he's like picking his belly button and he's really weird. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, uh, I'm going to go now. And he's like, I have a talking teddy bear. Play yep. with me. And you're like, uh, Jamie. I that too. Like, I knew this kid when I was little. <laughs> yeah, like, I was that kid. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, he just has his no social skills. Yes. And weird. The kind of weird that's like uncomfortable Texas Chainsaw Massacre to Hitchhiker weird. But he was I'm, smart. Yeah. I'm not going to name names because I don't know. I don't know if this guy is still even alive. It was a guy that I, I grew up around the corner from. Um, one of those kids that I was forced to play with. And, you know, for the most part, he was cool. He was a little weird, a little strange. Uh, there was one time where he came inside to play because it was raining and he had a pocket of earthworms and just started like putting them in my bed. And I'm like, okay, I'm not okay with this. So yeah. sometimes the weird kid is a little too weird. Yeah. I'm glad you drew that line and you were like, nah, dude. No. Well, and the funny thing is I didn't know about it until like I sat on the bed and I'm like, why are there worms and dirt on my bed? And he was like, oh, I had them in my pocket. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I was so mad. So, yeah, that's, uh, sometimes the weird kid can be a little too weird. And Jamie definitely struck me as that level of weird. <laughs> like I had a, a kid growing up that was the weird kid, but I was the weird kid, too. So it's like, you, you guys have to be friends now. And he chased yeah. me with a weed whacker. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because he, he thought it was funny. And that was where I was like, no, uh-uh, we're, we're not cool anymore. But, yeah. like, he's still in my social orbit. And every time I see him, it's just that's all I can fucking think of. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, no, that he's not, this is weird. He's probably not that person anymore, but still. Yeah, it's just <laughs> really odd. That image is stuck. It's 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 there. There, there there's a few folks that I'm I'm still in contact with from those years. I wouldn't say friends with, just like you know, social media acquaintances, and um. You know, I'm glad to say most of them seem to have grown up into healthy adults. Uh, a few, I I question what choices they've made to end up where they are. Um, it's kind of sad. But, uh, you know, yeah, the, those those weird kids, I always wonder what happens to them, you know, they, when they're doing that kind of shit. They make podcasts. Oh, fuck. I'm one of the weird kids. No. Um, <laughs> I've made they way too many of toys. these. <laughs> Damn it! All of us. Shit, we're screwed. But so yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and say like I I think I'm odd man out on this one. I know both of you definitely enjoy this movie. I wouldn't say I dislike it, but it's not something I would choose to watch again by myself. If I was with a group of people, oh fuck yeah, I would 
gladly put this on and watch it with a crowd. <laughs> just for reaction. Oh, yeah, just because it would be so much fun to do, like, a MS3TK version of this. Like, kind of like oh, how yeah. we did with Laid to Rest, Sam. <laughs> oh, my God. I was in a box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, that kind of shit, I love. But would I choose to sit through this again on my own? Probably not. However, I might watch the edited for TV one just to see how bad it is. Um, oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I'm curious. So to much what... subcontext, like, just taken away. Oh, man. Well, that's why I'm wondering, like, how does Jamie fare in that one? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's just a, it's a, it's a Tales from the Crypt. He's a cartoon villain. Right. That gets his comeuppance. I that love the smile. He could be. Yeah, I, I love like he's. <laughs> I I didn't mean anything honest. Gee whiz! <laughs> Only when he gets mad, though, he's yeah, like, "I told his, you my secret." His like, glare, but like, I wouldn't hurt you. Golly, yeah. Will you wash my back? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, yeah. So let's let's just just jump right into this fucking thing. It, yeah. All right. You don't realize I've been asked that? No, no. This this is real life. That shit happens all the time. People love their backwash. I'm sorry. It, but, they it, do. I know but, it's awkward, well, but no, they no, do. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> but hold on. Let's put this into context, though. Like having he's a 12 year old boy who's a chronic masturbator, and she's a his <laughs> his like yeah. living teacher nanny social worker who's in her 20s yeah she definitely shouldn't be bathing him yeah and and there's a couple things here number one he already confessed his his love to her in in ways without actually saying it he's shown her multiple times up to this point and she woke up with him staring at her tit like so yeah let's talk about what she's wearing around him like a button-up well, yeah. shirt at first before they went to bed, and then she decided to partly unbutton that shit before she fell asleep. Like, come on, make better yeah. choices. But still, it's like I do love that smash cut where she's like, you know, good night, and then we smash cut to just close yeah. up of a nipple, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> what? And you see that nipple for the next like ten minutes, just like chilling there, and and Jamie's just like. You know, resting his chin on his fist, like, ah, boobies. Like, he just looks so happy. It's still there while he, she's, like, talking to him and being, like, asking him questions and stuff. It's crazy. But, like, so, yeah, like, right off the bat, we, we, we open this movie up with a Halloween party. And immediately, I'm cackling. Because we find out just what a little weirdo Jamie is. Where he goes up to Freddie Phelps. He's like, you're Freddie Phelps. He's like, yeah, what of it? (laughs) And he's like, I got something for you. And he goes, it better be good. It is. Follow me. And they just go traipsing off to the woods. Like, okay. And then we see like the flashback of Freddie Phelps punching Jamie in the face and his girlfriend laughing at him. But, you know, why not? They they go into the woods to follow the weird ghost kid in the middle of the night. Something I, I noticed about the movie. No mm-hmm. vulgarity. That's true. Really? And like, but made Jamie, for TV, so. Yeah. But with, like, tons of nudity and gore. Well, yeah. Yeah, but they can cut that stuff out pretty easily. But, like, Jamie talks like he's from Leave it to Beaver. Because he's like, boy, you socked me real good. Yeah. 
And he's like, oh, I'll give you this stuff as long as you let me in your club and you promise not to beat me up anymore. And he goes, what is it? And he goes, something a burglar left behind. He goes, like jewels and stuff? Yeah, I can't take it home, but you can. Like, oh yeah, this, this huh? seems totally legit. So, you know, he goes to check the bag and Jamie throws him in the pit. And then we get the title card and opening credits. And immediately I'm going, what the fuck happened to Christina? Because it doesn't seem like this is a flashback. It seems like this happened and then it's the next day. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, so the whole like first half of the movie, it's like, well, what, what happened to the other kid who saw him murder that child? Like, what the fuck? And, and then we get the, the awesome. awful. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, then we get the awful TV made for TV music. Oh, you just took, I was going to say like, it's got that like late seventies, early eighties stock music for made for yeah. television i i always picture uh when peter griffin was talking about a having a, a loving moment with his father and then we he goes and then we'd get that music that's in all the tv shows it goes la 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 <laughs> like that's yeah. always what i picture every time i hear this kind of music totally it's oh my god it was so fucking bad but now we cut to jamie at detention because he brought the nude photography book to school and cut out one of the pictures. So we clearly find out Jamie's a little pervert. But I, I, I love this. The teacher, after, keep in mind what he's in detention for. He's in detention for having wank material and, you know, cutting nude bodies out, which is just, you know, creepy in and of itself. But his teacher smirks and looks up at him and tells him, okay, Jamie, rub it off and go home. That is a really poor, poor choice of words, considering why the boy is there. I guess discipline was different in the 80s. <laughs> Go rub it out, kid, and get out of here. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, right, right on the chalkboard 500 times, here's a box of Kleenex and some lotion. <laughs> There's the closet. <laughs> now, to it. now get out of here, you little scamp. But then we immediately cut to the librarian getting the book back from the teacher. And she's like, oh, one of my students, I'm afraid, took this from you. There'll be no record of him taking it, I'm sure. And one of the pages has been, you know, has been uh, vandalized. And she's like, we'll just remove that page. She goes into her office and immediately we see Jamie like hovering on the window like fucking Spider-Man. And <laughs> why his hands are so sticky. The best beating Tom ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But then she takes out, she looks at the page and she takes out this letter and folds it open. And it's the nude cutout with her head pasted onto it. And she gets all pissed off and rips it apart. And he looks like, oh, gee whiz, she didn't want to fuck me after I showed her my serial killer obsession with her. <laughs> oh, like, Jamie, you oh scamp. <laughs> and then Im immediately the janitor's like hey you get down from there he goes i wasn't doing nothing honest like yes you were you little cream <laughs> you were jerking <laughs> off that's how you were sticking to the window damn it <laughs> hey you get down there i just picture him like a like a gecko <laughs> sticking down the wall and running away <laughs> just hissing and running off Oh, man, but now we get, like, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but we get, uh, you know, we meet Sandra. We find out that, you know, she's basically going to be hired to watch over Jamie while the parents go out of town to look at their new house. Because they got a new house in a new town, and they want to go check out the area before they, they move in. For weeks? I know, right? It's like, 
they just leave their kid with this this woman and they make a comment about how they haven't been able to keep other babysitters because you know he's jamie's not a normal child and has trouble fitting in yeah. and then we see yet again jamie getting punched by freddie phelps we see uh that we meet abigail and and see the whole like oh wow you got a nice bike get away from my bike you little weirdo <laughs> she chases him off then I we see that girl oh god me too we see miss so oliphant glad. oh good oh, i just said i was glad when she died oh okay <laughs> so <laughs> I, I i think i cut you off because i started talking and then it like i didn't hear what you said i think we know who the jamie in this group is Oh, Lord. You but, can uh, ride my bike anytime you want, Sam. I like living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we see uh, we see the old Karens, Miss Oliphant and, and her, like, helper, uh, bitching about him being a weirdo. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, right there. They're just, like, bitching about him. And then Mom goes on to tell Sandra how he has, how Jamie has no friends that aren't imaginary. And he's going through that difficult stage you know the one where he fucks the couch i mean puberty um <laughs> like, the difficult stage where he steals my panties <laughs> well they go I on mean, to say, or the desk that that too that they they comment on how his dad found him swinging in the trees in the backyard naked with only a cape he was playing tarzan <laughs> like, like an awesome day i know <laughs> Jamie knows how to have fun. Be his friend. <laughs> Jamie likes swords, sword fights. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but she goes on to say the other kids have picked him, picked up on it and labeled him a freak. And it's like, yeah, no shit. If I saw a kid swinging naked in the trees, I'd be like, I don't want to hang out with that kid. <laughs> it's just like that. I, I know I brought it up on Creepy Head. I had... These brothers that I was friends with growing up that hated wearing clothes, so you come over and they would just get butt naked. <laughs> Fucking that, no, hell no. Never, I never tell that story. No, or did you forget. They I had think like I it sounds familiar. They had the like, best. I feel like you did. They had the best toys. They had the flag in the basement, the USS flag. Oh, that's right. Okay. So yep. I always wanted to come over and play, but the downside was is they would get butt naked. Every time. So you go over and like, yeah, I want to play Nintendo. And then you turn your back for a second. And boom, their pants are off. And you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, did we tell you the price of admission, Mike? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how old were they? Oh, uh, my age. One well, was a little bit my brother's age. You know, you'd be like, sort of fan I, you know, and I'd just be like, like, do that. How old were you guys? Or were they? There's never a right age. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just always. <laughs> It's never not disturbing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's not normal. Uh, I'm just curious. <laughs> no, they weren't like 20, and no, I don't have pictures, Sam. <laughs> no, 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 that's totally wasn't the question at all. <laughs> no, they they had issues, um, but I had an addiction to action figures, so <laughs> so Mike's like, I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand. Oh my lord! So we also see during this montage uh, that Jamie likes to keep a terrarium filled with snakes and frogs that he feeds and talks to. Um, so you know, but Jamie's definitely the loner. They paint that picture pretty clearly in the sequence. 
Um, but later at dinner, uh, this is where dad explains that, you know, he and his wife are going to go to the, the house, blah, 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 basically explaining to Sandra what she needs to do. While this is happening, Jamie just like like sinks deeper into his chair and then is like whoops and throws his napkin on the floor and goes under to stare at Sandra's crotch. And then his dad's like, what are you doing? I, I love that because his dad goes, none of that young man, and pulls him up. And Sandra just stares at him like, oh my. Boys will be boys. Oh my god, so... They leave, and then we get that really awkward conversation between Jamie and Sandra, where he's like, do you have a boyfriend? And she's like, yes. And then he's like, oh. She's like, well, and I'm like, why did you say this? Why did you even open yeah. this fucking door? She's that, like, like, was so creepy. I even have in my notes that got, like, really creepy. Like, that's the only part of the movie where it got, like, super creepy that I was like, what the hell is going on? Well, because she's <laughs> she's a fucking adult. And when he's yeah. like, you have a boyfriend, and she goes, no. Or she goes, yes. And then he goes, oh, and looks all sad. Then what? To make him feel better? She's like, well, technically, no. He, he's a friend who's a boy, but he's not my boyfriend. And then he's like, yeah. oh, really? Like, yeah, like dude, what is yeah. she, like? Well, Seriously. Heck, I, you know, we're polamorous and I'm a child molester. You still have a chance. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, what do you say to that? <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> and then I love it because he goes, he's like, I had to write something on the school board a hundred times yesterday. And she's like, oh, yeah, what was it about? He's like, uh, not to crack my knuckles. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. What did it say? Like, I couldn't remember when he said that. So I was like, is that what it said? I will not quote the Marquis de Sade. <laughs> no, not really. said? Uh, it was, I couldn't read it. It, it, yeah, was, it was something about something bringing, about class. It was something about bringing inappropriate material to class. I forget how it was worded, yeah. though. But you, because you, uh, you never see the full sentence, you only see pieces of it. But mm-hmm. like, if you pause it, it says something about inappropriate material. Um, I, I knew you'd be on this. I was like thinking about it. I'm like, man, should I rewind? And I'm like, no, I'm on a time crunch. Mike has this. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so then she tells him to go outside and play. And he goes, I don't play. And she's like, all right, well, go outside and do something. He's like, I'm going to go talk to Teddy. Is he your friend? Oh, sort of. And then he runs away. Like, why did he sound so afraid of Teddy? He's got know, was so, so many creepy. Yeah, he's got so many like sitcom. I'm gonna run off with emotion moments. Mm-hmm. Like you don't understand me. <laughs> and like, where's Bob the Saget? Frog moments. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's so weird. But so yeah, he he goes and talks to talks to his teddy bear, and basically tells the bear how hot he thinks she is, and that he has a shot with her. Oh. And then, we see the the little girl neighbor and the librarian, who is her aunt, talking about how fucked up boys are, especially Jamie. Yeah. And then we see Sandra getting ready for bed. So we we cut a lot back and forth. Um, <laughs> she leaves Teddy and Jamie to perv out talking about how they need to wait for her to go to the bathroom and get undressed. A few moments later, Jamie calls her in for some water and he just creepily stares at her boobs. And yep. we get that, like, close-up on her boob shadow in the shirt. Like, a lot of side boob. Yeah. Like, and, like shining the yeah, light from behind it. Wearing? Like... <laughs> Who asks for fucking water? Yeah, I don't. Go get, go get your go water. Go get it yourself, you fucking weirdo. Get up. 
Come on, kid. You're 12. <laughs> tucked into bed and read a story. You are very lucky that your child does not ask for water because some of them oh, ask no. for it like 20 times a day. She asks. She's fucking eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, what... it's like he's got washboard abs. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when when you're when you're little little, that's one thing. When you're twelve, get it yourself. Yeah, like Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> I mean, he's 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 already planning his serial killer future. You know, he's yeah. he's he's old enough. But as soon as he every time I see that part in the movie, I'm always like, the fuck? <laughs> like, well, you little shit. Get up, get it yourself. See, but can... he'd be fine if that teddy wasn't whispering that stuff in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Woody though, because Teddy's not even Teddy's not with him all the time, whispering stuff, and he's still out there doing shenanigans. Oh, did you guys ever have an imaginary friend that you masturbated on? Uh no, <laughs> just just me. Uh, I plead the fifth. No, man. I mean, like, ah, uh, my buddy. Wow, we had some great adventures. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> It's sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This changes the entire uh, movie of Dolly Dearest. <laughs> oh lordy. <laughs> but so we we get a uh, the phone call between Sandra and her not boyfriend. Um and we 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 only hear part of the boyfriend's conversation and I didn't write it down, but it fucking cracks me up. Cause she's like, you know, how are you doing? And it cuts back to him, like in the hallway talking. He's like, oh, pretty good. You know, the guy next door to me got his lap or got his computer stolen. And you know, people running up and down the hall screaming the usual. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the usual. And it's pure chaos. There's just like a dude with no shirt on walks past him. Right. It, it's just like, all right, act He's like college. Yeah. yeah, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> She's but got I, shitty taste in men. Yeah, she does, because her next one is, is fucking great value Tom Selleck. It is. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's Burt Reynolds' retarded brother. Oh, okay. So a big question I had is, like, it kind of got framed on someone for a second, Garth. And I was like, who the fuck is Garth? Like, I don't remember that dude at all. Like... Garth's Ever. like her older bowling alley boyfriend. He's he's the guy that right after Alan dies, she like immediately hooks up with and apparently only talks about Alan the whole time. Because uh, he asks yeah. yeah, he asks about him. So but no, like the, the and I, I I apologize for using the R word. I take that back. Oh that no was excessive. Anyways, go on. Um there's uh yeah, so th this phone co conversation is going back and forth, and I love it because she just goes, I think you have a sexy voice, too. And then Jamie's like, oh, shucks, and walks away all sad. That's so, is that how you flirted back then? I Lord, Over the telephone? I, have no I can't clue. remember, it's been so long. I know. I, <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been married for a very long time. Yeah, so. <laughs> look. I've I've been in the same relationship for 23 years. I don't remember how to flirt. Like it, he's basically saying like you sound hot. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. 
like she's a mail order bride. He, like he hasn't met her yet. Oh god! But <laughs> chat line. I I love it because this this scene is the scene I was talking about where it's like he walks away like oh shucks, and then it is just the hardest cut to a extreme close up of a nipple. Yeah, it, it's just like <laughs> J- yeah. sad. Jamie is sad, and then titty. Like it's just such yep. a great cut. But, and, and it brings up so many questions. Is like, is this his first live titty right. that he can remember? So is he just in awe? Like, wow, they're bigger than I thought they'd be. Like, what is he? What's going through his head? Or is he just a creep? I, I well, both. I think I, I yeah. do think that this might have been like first close up of a real boob because he was just yeah. like in awe. Oh, totally. Like, he had those magazines, so obviously he's seen, like, print and stuff, but I feel like, yeah, this was the first one, you know? Good, good thing he's getting out of the system now. <laughs> right? <laughs> As his, his first girlfriend, he's just going <laughs> to stare at her awkwardly. It'll be very weird. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it depends I, on how supportive the girlfriend is. True, Maybe true. if she knows it's his first, then she'll let him be explorative. <laughs> He comes in with Hot Wheels and starts racing him on her boobs. I, I have so many questions, and I'm just going to read between the lines, Sam. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she Don't wakes... be afraid to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing you with, like, unknown weirdo with your arms on your hips being like, okay, you got three minutes, and go. And... It just that they're like, <laughs> woo, woo, you know, like they don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, and have kind I of been like, in that situation? Yes, but it know, was like, a very long time ago. I picture you like you're sighing and you're eating like a box of Cracker Jacks. <laughs> and, like, you're just passing the time while some guy like pokes your boob with one finger. Like, wow, <laughs> gee whiz. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) that is fucking amazing. Everyone starts as a virgin, guys. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm sure that if uh (laughs) I'm sure that my first time was not that impressive either. Oh, I know on my end, it was like, hallelujah. But, you know, on her end, I doubt it was. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Wrong podcast. (laughs) Exactly. But uh, so anyway, moving on, she wakes up and is understandably pissed off, uh, rightfully so. And then Jamie's like, what? I wouldn't hurt you. After all, I'm only 12. And then he scampers off. And then comes back in the room and he's like, oh, by the way, after breakfast, I'm going to tell you a secret. And then he runs oh. away again. Uh, <laughs> he's so uh, fucking creepy. Like, if you don't so quit creepy. your job immediately, it's on you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm I sorry. I don't know. Like, who's she going to leave the kid with? Like, the family is out yeah. of town. She's I don't give a shit. That situation. You know, like, no, she's definitely trapped. Yeah, because like. <laughs> but the cops don't even care if people are dead I in their know. town. I <laughs> know. I don't have time to babysit. What the fuck? Is there like the Jamie line for like the local <laughs> telephone numbers? <laughs> the cop would be like, ah, so he wants to look at your boob. Just let him. Like he doesn't seem to care. <laughs> He's seen half the town's titties. <laughs> He's always peeping in windows like a fucking gecko. 
I don't know why he suddenly became Irish. Okay, can we talk about that scene now and how that lady was just like, yes, I will do anything you say right now. Like, just totally was so submissive, like, in that. You know, (laughs) we'll get to it. I have a lot of thoughts. Real quick, just to kind of like go over the whole secret thing, like he makes Jamie or Jamie makes her breakfast. Um, and there is this little telling moment where she goes, you know, where did you learn to cook? And he's like, oh, cooking's easy if you watch enough people. And she goes, oh, did you watch your mom? And he goes, yeah. And other people like you. And she's like, what happened to the others, Jamie? And he just gets quiet. So it's like, did he kill him? <laughs> like, I, what? I watched them sleep. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's. <laughs> It's also like a brief moment of sadness where you get the uh, the idea that his parents are just not there. Well, right, and they it, do not know what to do with him. Because uh, she goes, you know, do they ever come back? And he goes, no, I don't know why. But mom is like, you know how women are nowadays. And then he smiles and Sandra's just like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Really? And then he's like, crepe yeah. <laughs> or bacon. But... <laughs> and then he tells her about the big hole in the ground that he found a mile away from town. There's there's darkness in the hole, but there's also these things, trolls or trollologs. I read about them in a book, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what the fuck is a trollolog? <laughs> All right, <laughs> Sam, do you? What are the chances that there's a punk band named the Trollologs? Uh, there probably is. I there like, has to be. There's gotta be. It, there's somebody you, somewhere. Do you guys find holes as like a kid? You ever just like you find a cool hole and you're like, wow. Yeah. Oh shit in yeah. this. Holes Absolutely. are cool, which is yeah. like something that burnt into my head when I watched this when I was 10, where I was just like, ooh, wow, I like holes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like quicksand and dinosaurs and monster trucks and holes. Yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, but the phrase, I like holes, is really <laughs> fucking funny. And I'm just picturing that being on like a Tinder bio. Yeah. <laughs> But a meaning like literally like I love treasure hunting and finding yeah. deep holes with like creatures and, and goods. Portrait studio photo with with a cat. Yeah, with a cat like Mike forty two single. Put some lotion in the hole. <laughs> I like holes. I, <laughs> what's, your I enjoy, skin, what's your shirt size? I enjoy log walks in the forest and I like holes. <laughs> oh my god but, but there was serious. a lot of walking in the forest like that that happened a lot oh, oh yeah. yeah i the woods were the best oh absolutely All kinds of craziness like even even growing up in downtown niagara falls i found any wooded area i could just to go explore i mean that's i think all kids like that yes the woods are the best but uh, but no, like what the like, dude fucking sounds like a psycho. First of all, what the fuck is a trollolog? And he's like, they're little trolls living <laughs> in the darkness. And then she's like, uh, okay. <laughs> J- Jamie takes off to head to the pit to talk to the trollologs because he's like, you don't believe me either. And he runs away. Then we see him running through the hills like fucking Luke Skywalker on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's shot at the same angle, and he makes it to the hole. And then pokes his head and he's like, you know, I told someone else about you. And they look up, they're like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> angry little monsters. They have like generic <laughs> monster sound. 
right. so my thing is like we see that one scene where like the mom's talking to like the counselor and stuff and saying that she's like too overprotective and she babies jamie all this and stuff how did he just run off and find this hole in the first place if his right. mom's so protective and, and then mom. the babysitter's just like oh he ran off okay i'll see you later like you were like yo where are you going like, oh like, man like that's that's an 80s thing like my my parents yeah never gave a shit too. my yeah. parents never gave a fuck where i was yeah <laughs> like that's that was absolutely an 80s thing because my, my totally, parents did the same thing totally. after yep. breakfast they were like all right go outside if it was nice out it was all right go outside and i'm sure it was like you know so my parents could do it <laughs> they were just like yeah. get the kids out of the house but at the same time like every kid in the neighborhood that was the same thing like it's 10 oh, o'clock yeah. on a saturday you're outside oh, oh yeah like you've totally. been up since 6 a.m watching cartoons and eating sugared cereal mm-hmm. so you're just like bouncing off the fucking walls but even in the winter time i remember them being like all right put on your snowsuit go outside <laughs> like yeah it was, totally we had a yeah. laundromat at the end of the street and we would go and play until we got too cold we go into the laundromat dry yeah. all our snowsuit uh, suits and shit and then just go back out yeah. yeah, it was Uncle we, Baby Billy with "Go on, get." <laughs> exactly. God, yeah. I love Uncle Baby Billy. You try to come back inside, and like an adult would see you and be like, "No, nah, no, nah, outside." That's like, oh no, no, it's not dinner time yet. Get out there. You I know, got. Just... There's times where like I would have called the cops. In the '80s, I would have called the cops, mm-hmm. and my parents didn't call the cops. <laughs> yep. Like, of yeah. me, like being gone for such a crazy long time. Oh yeah. yeah. And well, it's yeah. like, they did not give a shit. <laughs> it no. just was like, no. I, I was like a cat. But think yeah. of the amount of injury sustained while out there under no adult supervision. And you just come home fine. Like, it, you're, yeah. you get injured, but you come home with the injury. And they're like, what happened? Yep. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, there was a, like one time I was climbing a tree with some friends and I fell out and a branch went through my leg. So I kind of had to go straight home for that. Mm. That was pretty bad. The, the only is, injury. For the most part, it was pretty good. How is Sam alive corner brought to you by Jerry's closet? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The only. Check out in- our new website. The only injury I remember actually going straight home for was the, like one of the only times I've been knocked out. Um, I was at the Hyde, at Hyde Park, the golf course, there was a whole wooded area where we used to go and find golf balls and then we'd sell them back to the, the golfers. And so we were digging around trying to find golf balls and I turned around just in time to get hit in the face with a fucking golf ball. Um, and it, I went down, I went down, like I basically, my, my memory of it is seeing it and then waking up on the ground and my friends being like, dude, are you okay? And I had a big fucking goose egg on my head. Ooh. So yeah, I went went home. My parents brought me to the hospital. I was fine. I wasn't concussed, but it was like my I remember my dad being pissed that he had to take me to the hospital. <laughs> so that was the only time I ever went straight home. Mom, and then you interrupted him. I know, right? <laughs> That's why you don't have any little brothers or sisters, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I was the last yeah. one. <laughs> After interrupting. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah now one one question i have about the trilogues why is it that so many fucking monsters in movies have vision that looks like mud why can so many when we see the monsters point oh. of view why does it always look like ass it's um 
it's a camera trick that Lloyd Kaufman talks about it. Make your own movie. It's called like Vaselining. Oh yeah. yeah. So there's a, a filter you put on the camera lens. It's like an extra crappy plastic filter and they just rub like KY on it. Mm-hmm. So when you see it, it looks like it's looking through like a bottle of maple syrup. Right. But, but why? But why? Oh, why? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. getting at. Like, why is that the the agreed upon way that monsters will see? Glaucoma? So monsters just see like shit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, that's what I'm confused at. Like, it's not so much the how they do the trick, but more of why has everyone decided that even though I see the way I see, monsters must see like this. Like, it's always... Did. Let's track it back to the first film. Right. It's it's like it's it's always monochromatic. Like there's always like just the one. You know, it's always looks looks fish-eyed, so it's it looks like they have a wider field of view than we do. Like it's just it's strange. Uh, I'm gonna say the nineteen fifties when there was the big radiology and giant beasts and creatures. Um so maybe yeah, that it was deterioration from the radiation for some of the eyes. So some of the first views we were getting was views that were supposed to be slightly distorted because everybody was so scared of what the bomb would do to you. Although See, if they that had predator vision, that would have been funny. That yeah. Funny. Although predator but, vision sucks because again, it's all red. Yeah. Ish, because it looks like you're playing Virtual Boy. I mean, but the technology for the time when it came out, you have to. But I mean, like, yeah, I don't think these guys had a big budget. When when he when Predator has his mask on, he sees honestly, like, I think it looks worse because he only sees the heat signatures. So and everything else is like in in dark blue. And if you're running through the jungle, you kind of need to be able to see the branches and shit. True. Yeah. And when he takes his mask off, it's all just red. It, it it seriously looks like you're playing Virtual Boy. It just does not look right. But anywho, moving on. Um, so we we smash cut to Jamie and Sandra at a football game with with her not boyfriend, not boyfriend, Alan. And Sandra is super excited, and Jamie looks pissed. After the game, Alan gives Jamie and Sandra a ride home. Now I have I have a huge like capitalized note in my in my notes here, being like mention this. This made me laugh for like five minutes straight. So they all jump in the car and Alan specifically says, sorry for the wait. So they waited for him to give them a ride home. Now, as he's pulling out of the parking spot, he says to Jamie, do you, uh, he goes, uh, Hey, do you want to learn how to play football? Pulls out. And then we cut to him pulling up in front of his house. And Jamie goes, yeah, and he goes, great, maybe I'll teach you someday. So one of two things happen. Either the football stadium is literally at the end of their street, or they all sat in silence waiting for Jamie to fucking respond until they got to the street. Because why would he answer a question that was asked in the parking lot once they get back to the house? Like, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It he, bothered he thought the really shit out of me. It. Like, it irritated me so bad. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But anyway, so we get a whole bunch of scenes here where we get, uh, you know, Jamie creeping, watching Sandra and Alan make out in his car. Um, you know, that night, Sandra hears Jamie crying and masturbating or maybe just crying. I don't know. But, you know, she goes to check on yeah, him. And tomato, tomato. <laughs> spooky hey. Teddy voice tells her to go away. Um, 
now we get the the next day we get the librarian warning Sandra about Jamie being fucked up. Uh, we see Jamie trying to use Abigail's bike and then it falls apart because <laughs> she, you know, she tricks him. She's like, here, try my bike. But the, the front wheel isn't attached. And he's like, oh, gee whiz, thanks. You ever see those uh, the videos with the bait bikes where somebody will put a bicycle out for somebody to steal? Uh-huh. And the seat's designed to give way so a pole goes right up your ass. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. I do have to say one of those Anvil videos. fires through her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those videos I did have to, I did laugh my ass off because this dude jumps on the bike and like he makes the face like, oh shit, that hurt. And he comes to a stop and then gets off of it, cheeks clenched and just kind of walks like he's got a poop. Like, yeah. it, oh. it, was, it wasn't like oh, man. I mean everybody else clutches their ass like Jesus Christ that hurt this guy was like I think I gotta take a turn <laughs> like he just the way he scooted away had me dying but so yeah th- this sequence cracked me up because Abigail's laughing her ass off at Jamie and then the librarian comes out and like scolds Abigail for being mean to Jamie and she's like Go on, Jamie. Go on home. And he's like, I wouldn't play with this thing if it was the last thing on Earth. And it's like he's just pointing at Abigail. <laughs> Jamie, angry uh, Jamie was angry. He had a right to be pissed off with that. Like, he just wants to be a friend. And he's yeah, that yeah. kid growing up where it's like the weird kid. You let him play with your toy and then he breaks it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, ah, uh, weird kid. My <laughs> note said neighbor girl is a bitch. Oh, yep. yeah. She totally deserves what's coming. Um, but then, yeah, we, we get more montage. We get, uh, you know, Sandra cleaning the room, finding the porn that we talked about earlier. <laughs> and w- when she leaves, Teddy's head moves and looks at her. So is the bear actually alive? Like, dun, dun, dun. Uh, Which I, I, uh, could be in his head, too. I hate but that. Jamie, scene but Jamie because, wasn't there. Yeah, I hate that scene because then it really tips her hand that it's all happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the thing. If Jamie was there, like if he was if he was in the room and it was from his point of view, I would totally get it. But Jamie's outside, quote unquote, not playing because he doesn't play. Um, He's serious. Jamie is serious. But he, (laughs) uh, you know, she cleans his porn stash. And then then the teddy bear is like he looks like "Hmm," like he's watching her. It's like, so is the bear a trollolog? Like, I don't understand what's happening. I thought that for a moment that maybe like one of them hid in the bear suit, but then kind of other than that scene, everything else made it seem like, yeah, it was actually in his head. Right. Which makes sense to the original concept, but that one scene just, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, so Sandra, or, uh, yeah, Sandra tries to convince Jamie that the trial logs are just in his head and that (laughs) that he's a loser for not having any friends. I forgot. I wrote that. Because she's like, do you have any friends? He's like, no. She's like, don't you want any? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, Aww. you suck, kid. High five, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie tries to 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 get Sandra to come see the trollologs. And she's like, nah, I'm not doing that. So he changes tactics and is like, can you wash my back in the bath then? You think like <laughs> she trollologs code for look in my pants. Jamie, right. where do the trollologs live? In the dark place. (laughs) In the hole. In my hole. In my sphincter. But uh, 
he goes, she goes, you know, I think you're a little old for that. And he's like, oh, come on. I'll be covered up by suds the whole time. And she's like, okay, but you better stay under those suds, mister. Smash cut to Jamie not covered by any fucking suds. Hey, there was a few. That was like it was. It was like dish soap suds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was barely suds. They did not use Mister Bubble because it totally would have been a different story. Oh my god! And then she's in there scrubbing his back. Like, oh, this is creepy. Man, Jamie, <laughs> real smooth, and it works. <laughs> But then he goes on to confess his love for her. You know, she's like, I'm twice your age, so chill the fuck out, kid. Then he comments about how his mother washes him all the time and asks Sandra if that's odd, especially because he doesn't always feel like he's dirty when she washes him. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, um, and then he goes, yeah, that, but then he gets creepy voice because he's like, he's all innocent. Like, do you think that's weird? And she's like, well, and then he goes, do you like washing me? <laughs> like he gets like <laughs> real fucking yeah. creepy. She was just like leaving room, just leaving the room. <laughs> well, because she just hands him the soap, and she's like, "You better finish up on your own." And she leaves. Oh, again, I had to. This is why I would love to watch this movie with a crowd because that scene, <laughs> I was in fucking tears. <laughs> oh my god! But then we smash cut to Jamie and uh, Jamie's teacher. And the fucking babysitter jogging together? Like, yeah. okay, when did they become friends? She like, must, like, I'm thinking she must have, like, kind of contacted her asking, like, hey, can we, like, kind of discuss, t- um, you know, Jamie and what's going on? And she's like, well, I have to go jogging. Do you want to come jogging? And it kind of, like, went like that. But we just right. didn't see that conversation. Yeah, I think it's, like, the Jamie's a creep club. But yeah. so now I, I know this this is wonderful podcasting because I have to send you both a text, um, but I'm going to send you both something. I took a photo of this because they pass by a fountain with swans attached to it. And now they're painted like swans. They're not like just stone swans. They're painted to look like regular swans and they are covered in blood. So I'm sending you both this photo because i'm like what in the fuck was that and i rewound it like three times to see if i missed something but they pass a fountain with fucking swans covered in blood and i don't know why no one ever acknowledges it what the fuck <laughs> you seeing that oh. and they're what? like oh remember when they ended up finding like bodies but that was later that was yeah. after that and they weren't is it from a cut scene in the movie I don't know, but it looks like a swan fucking crashed into that thing and died. I, I wonder if another horror movie filmed the same time they did. Oh, maybe. But wait, it's it maybe. should wash off. It's a fountain. Right. That's what I'm so yeah, confused. But it doesn't look like the water touches that middle base area. So I, yeah. I, I will definitely post this on the Facebook feed once this episode comes out because it's so fucking bizarre. That huh. I, I couldn't figure, and it's never talked about anywhere else in the film. There's nothing about dead swans anywhere in the movie. So it just sticks out like a sore thumb. It's like, what the fuck is up with the blood-covered swans? But, anywho, uh, the teacher basically tells Sandra that Jamie is smart but fucked in the head. She's like, he's really smart, he just doesn't apply himself, and he's a little weird. And meanwhile, Jamie goes to the butcher and buys some meat to feed the trolley logs. Um, <laughs> Every time... 
I tell people about this movie. I'm like, it's about this hole in the ground. There's these things called trollogs. And I always wait for them to say, what's a trollog? And I always have to follow it up with, they eat people. <laughs> and that's all I had to tell them. And it, yes, it's just I for my, it's my own personal amusement. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We also get, uh, just kind of speeding along here, we get the shower scene after he feeds the trollogs the meat. Um, where Sandra's in the shower and he thinks it's a wonderful idea to run in there and write I love you on the mirror uh, while so, she... <laughs> so creepy but it gets even better because he's in the bed he's in his bed like smiling like he can't wait for her to see it. he's so excited and then he hears the scream and she yells for him saying did you come in here while I was showering and he cowers behind Teddy she comes in and starts yelling at him about personal space and all this. Now we can't be doing that. Totally understandable reasons. And he's sitting there cowering like she's going to beat the fuck out of him. And then once she stops yelling, he's like, when you leave, can I have a picture of you? Like, <laughs> fucking really, kid? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I buy <laughs> your dirty socks? This kid is it such a creep. Right over his head. Yeah. Oh, and then we we cut to Jamie stealing money from her purse to go buy more meat for the trollologs. And he and Teddy go to feed the, the little monsters. And Jamie tells Teddy that he's out of money to feed them. And Teddy goes, we'll think of something. And then he suggests the librarian. So it almost seems like, is he going to feed the librarian to him? And then he goes, yeah, it's choir night. And then smash cut to the librarian home alone, not at choir. <laughs> like doing aerobics and gets a phone call that is actually a tape recording of Jamie talking about how he took her niece Abigail and she's going to die if he do if she doesn't do exactly what he says. So now first of all, how did he predict what her reaction would be? Because I, otherwise the conversation wouldn't make sense. The the premeditation yeah. is through the roof. <laughs> right. Yeah. The weird like ambiguity the movie has of like is this acceptable is this just so we can get like hijinks and boobs mm -hmm. or is jamie fucked in the head well yeah. it plays it plays a greater role later but i'm i'm wondering did he have this planned from the start or did he just be like oh i have these polaroids this is a convenient plot device but yeah he he basically convinces the librarian to strip and, you know, she shows her titties and then he takes a bunch of Polaroids through the window right as Abigail comes home. And then Jamie scampers off laughing, thinking, oh, this is great. And he tells Teddy, I'm going to look at these a lot. <laughs> it's like <laughs> things that were funny in the 80s and like Porky's and stuff. And then you watch it now and you're like, uh. yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. Definitely like an example of that for that scene. See, I, I don't know, like, I've recently rewatched Porky's and Revenge of the Nerds. Now, Revenge of the Nerds, that one, 100%, as Josh and I discussed on Raised by Reynolds, is just fucked. Like, it is yeah. just, holy yeah. shit, it's fucked. Porky's, there is definitely some fucked up scenes, but everything sexual is consensual in that movie. So, other than, like, the dick in the, in the peephole thing. But even the girls start laughing, and they're like, oh, and they're playing back with them. So, as fucked up mm -hmm. as that scene is, it's still questionable. Um, at least the sex parts, both parties are into it. <laughs> like, it's not one party being like, I'm going to watch you naked. Like, no, it's, you know, the girls it, are getting yeah, into it. It's every, yeah. like, 
peeping teenage boy scene in a slasher film mm-hmm. where it's, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorority babes and slime ball ballorama. Yeah, like Sleepaway <laughs> Camp 2 with mm-hmm. Charlie and Emilio. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I got to rewatch those movies. But, um, so yeah, we, we, we get the whole, uh, you know, the, the whole, um, whatchamacallit, the, the dirty scene with the Polaroids. The next day, Sandra confronts Jamie about the money that he stole and his reaction is just like, run away. And he books it. Dude, I laughed so hard when she was like, do you have anything you want to tell me, Jamie? And he's just like, oh, I got to get out of here. Like he just, he panic runs and it's really fucking funny. He hides behind some flowers and she's like, I know you're back there. And he pops up and he's like, I picked some flowers for you. Like, and then it again, smash cuts. I'm like, what the fuck was that scene? Why did that happen? I love that when he was like, I picked some flowers for you. Like, what? <laughs> like, dude, you just robbed her and then ran away. <laughs> Why didn't she slap the shit out of him? I, I, exactly. You know, well, she like, does later. I know, but just the whole, yeah. like, he gets away with like, oh, boys will be boys. Like, how much, when is too much, and you know, I don't right. know. She's also coming from a professional level. So yeah. she's trying to hold her temper because she doesn't want anything bad on her resume, you know? That makes sense. But then we, we also get, we get a quick scene of Jamie, or of Sandra talking to Alan while Jamie is eavesdropping on the other line. And she asks him to come and talk to Jamie. Like, she's like, I think he needs, he needs like a, a male role model. Like, will you talk to him? Um, and then we cut to a montage of Jamie trying to get food for the trial logs. And again, this feels like something out of a fucking sitcom. <laughs> the cow. <laughs> for real. Yeah. First, he's just trying to fucking hoist an entire leg of lamb or something. Like. Tries to steal it out of the back of a truck. And the, and the butcher is like, hey, what are you doing? And Jamie's just like, he looks back and forth and then like runs away. And the butcher's like, ha, 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 little scamp. And but, like, he just he he literally chuckles like he does the sandal. He's like, oh, like, really? So then, yeah, we get him leading a cow to the hole and he's like, come on, Mr. Cow. Someone's going to turn you into steaks and I don't want that to happen. But I do want to feed you to my friends, the Trollalogs. <laughs> like, what, what, what? Like, what is wrong with this kid? He's so fucking nuts. And then the scene of him chasing chickens. I'm no, thinking of him great. falling and yeah. trying to catch the chickens. <laughs> hilarity. He uh, fell in chicken poop like three times. Uh, catching chickens does suck. <laughs> I was going to say, that does seem to be hard. I and pulled like, my hamstring really bad slipping in the chicken coop. Oh, that's no fun. Um, Was Jamie trying to catch him to feed him the trilogs or to fuck him? <laughs> I think both. He's like yeah. on that verge of like... <laughs> That would have been another great ending. Fuck these chickens, are you? You know, like <laughs> him trying to have sex with one of the trial logs. Like <laughs> that would be a great like Easter egg at the end of the credits of him in a bathtub with a trial log washing his back. <laughs> I'm sorry. But so, the, the... do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Am I still dirty? <laughs> <laughs> do you like washing me? Um... <laughs> I'll cover with the studs. I promise. There's when anytime someone says chicken fucking, which surprisingly is one of those pop culture things that is said way more than you'd think. Yeah. Um, 
the, the two things that always pop into my head is one, the scene from Devil's Rejects, where the guy's like, "Now you ain't gonna fuck these chickens, are you?" And I love Ken Foray's reaction because he goes, "The dude's talking about cutting the head off and putting your dick in it and letting it just go to town on you." He goes, "Do I look like the kind of motherfucker that would cut a chicken's head off, put my dick in it, and go ah?" <laughs> the way he says that, <laughs> I cannot watch that and not be in tears because I laugh every time. Yeah. And th- then the other chicken fucking thing that always comes to mind is years ago, going to the House of Fantasy on Pine Avenue to buy comic books and looking at Preacher for the first time. Before I had ever read Preacher, <laughs> I, I picked up the first trade paperback of Preacher and Paul, the owner, was like, oh, my God, holy shit, you got to buy it. You just he goes, don't even flip through it. Just fucking buy Preacher. You are going to love it. He's like, it's got everything. It's got, you know, fucking vampires and hitmen. It's got chicken fucking. And I'm thinking. Why is chicken funking a selling point? Like, why are, why is that one of the things you're trying to sell me on? Stop, stop. You had me a chicken fucking. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Preacher is still my all-time favorite comic book series, but the chicken fucking, the chicken fucking was not the reason. <laughs> but yes, so a, a book was pitched to me because it had chicken fucking in it. But I know Strasburg will know that story because we've talked about it many times. <laughs> yeah, um. I've heard that story and it's still like super funny every time. <laughs> I, I prefer The Boys. That's that's my favorite comic book series of all times. The, the Boys pick. The Boys is very high up there for me too. I really like that. But the thing with The Boys that didn't happen to me with Preacher, just a little quick side tangent, is The Boys, there was a few segments kind of in the middle of the run where I felt like it got a little like a little too dragged out. Same thing happened to me with walking dead. Like there was a few times where I was like, okay, you know that, that I feel like these three issues could have been one or maybe, you know, shorten that story arc a little bit. Whereas preacher, every story arc felt very tight to me. Like everyone felt like it, it didn't have a lot of extra stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But don't get me wrong. I still fucking love the boys. Like that was once I finally sat down and read the whole series, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, this is wonderful. Yeah. Um, But Moving on from comic book talk. <laughs> <laughs> the show so, hasn't done it too much justice, but that's where we'll end it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you on there. And I love the show, but yes, I totally yeah. agree oh, with you. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so Teddy suggests that they feed they feed people to the trollologs. And Jamie goes, but only the nasty ones, not the nice people. And, and Teddy's like, of course, just the nasty ones. And now we get the wonderful montage of Jamie tricking all the different people into the pit we start off with abigail who he basically tells her that he knows of a of a bike path that no one has ever ridden on and surely not a girl and then he's she's like oh yeah (laughs) and chases him (laughs) off to the woods and then he he fucking trips her he like knocks her ass out he has a tripwire set up when she rides across the path he fucking garrotes her off the bike (laughs) then steals her bike and hides on the other side of the pit. She runs into the clearing where there is this giant van-sized hole in the ground. And she doesn't see it. She's like, when I get through with you, you're going to be sorry. Whoa. Just like goes, goes into the pit. <laughs> but that was like the comical aspect of it that she kind of just did like fall into there. It was like, oh. Do you think well, this whole segment would have been better if they spread it out for the whole movie? Like every ten minutes, he's luring somebody yeah. new. Or do you think it's funnier as just this uh, funny montage? 
I marked I, it down like we didn't really see a good kill until an hour in. And yeah. It's like an hour and 36 minutes. So I think it would have been better to spread it out throughout it. You know, it yeah. would have made more sense. I, I think that spreading it out would have been the better move for the movie. I think leaving it as the montage is the right move just for how fucked up and stupid this movie is. Like, it adds to the hilarity factor. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, we... And we've discussed this on on multiple podcasts, but specifically on this one, we've discussed this a lot. In horror movies, people have no peripheral vision. No. Like, they cannot see below their line of sight. They cannot see to the sides. They can only see what is directly in front of them, what they're focusing on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's how slashers get away with so much bullshit. <laughs> but... They so see he, what we see. Exactly. <sighs> So he he tricks her into the pit and, uh, you know, and again, every time that someone goes into the pit, they don't scream. They just fall into the pit and then we hear the, bah, 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 of the little yeah. monsters and that's it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. it never I gets scream if I got hit by little monsters, you know. Well, his, <laughs> that the, is great. the teacher screams. Does but she? everybody else, it's just, yeah, when she falls in, she's like, Jimmy, help me. And there's like screaming. Oh, oh, you mean Sandra. I was like, I don't right, remember so the teacher dying. I was I like, know, what? Sorry. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah, like everybody else, nobody screams. Cause like he then he goes and talks to Miss Oliphant and he's like, I, you know, I know why, you know, you told on me and had my bike taken away from me. It was for my own good. I'm going to take you for a walk now. And she's like, oh, well, Jamie, I was waiting for my help. And he's like, nah, it's okay. And he just starts running with her. Yeah. That was great. And I love it. Cause she's like flapping her arms like, oh, oh, like. And he just tips her into the pit and then plays with her wheelchair. I love that on his way out where he's like, Wee! but it is a running yeah. joke that like later on the cops find the wheelchair and do the exact same thing. Like they can't help themselves. Totally. It's like, Ooh, an electric wheelchair. Let me play with it. But and then it shows him playing football with Alan. So again, how did, did Alan just like show up one day because Sandra asked him to because Sandra doesn't know later she's like did Alan ever come by like so uh, where was he had Alan's telephone number and he's like hey about that football right uh, May- maybe it just felt weird but he's he's playing catch with Alan and then he tricks Alan into the forest and Alan's like we can't play catch in here it's it's too enclosed and he's like but there's a clearing up ahead come on he's like all right so they go up and he's like go long and Alan's like Running back like, hey, oh, oh. he just falls in the pit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Alan's a moron. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Oh, my oh. God. So, and then we circle back to the opening where Jamie tricks Freddy into the hole, and they literally pl- replay the entire opening sequence. So mm-hmm. the entire thing we already watched, we watch it again and then yeah. get added context because now we see what happens to Christina. Yeah. She yep. tries to run away, and he runs around in the forest and jumps out and is like, boogie, 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 and she passes out. <laughs> he, he scares her until she passes out. He then steals her tutu and feeds her to the monsters, and he says he only feels bad because she's pretty. 
Uh. <laughs> like that's his only reason i don't feel bad that i'm killing you i feel bad that i'm killing you because you're pretty and remember how she was saying that like um he was like oh you laughed it wasn't funny that like yeah. you know you spit at me and me i don't remember her laughing but maybe she did the, when they show the flashback of him getting punched uh. christina like turns her face she's like oh ha, 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 ha. she like turns her head to the side oh okay so, yeah, it's it's super. I great. thought she just looked away, but maybe just in the one clip she looks away. But then they show her laughing in the other one. Yeah, yeah. But so now Alan's body is barely cold, and Sandra already has a new date with uh, Good Value Tom Selleck. Like I said, so taste <laughs> in men. <laughs> and I love it because he's like, "Oh, did Alan ever come back?" And she's like, "No, he just disappeared." And he goes, "Oh, must not have been interested then." And they make out. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So this is where we get the whole Sandra telling Jamie about Alan being missing and Jamie's being a little prick to her. And she's like, did he ever come by to play football? And he's like, no, why would he? So she fucking smacks him. And then he gets all creepy and she immediately apologizes because he gives her that devil look. And he's like, you know, a lot of people in town go missing. Maybe he just went missing like the others. Like, like what the fuck, kid? Yeah. Wash my back. Oh. <laughs> and there's there I forgot there was a scene where he was telling uh earlier when he was telling her about the trollologs and saying, I wonder what they eat. And she goes, Well, they maybe people, they Mike. They <laughs> <people>. <laughs> well, she <laughs> goes, Maybe the yeah, chocolate I... bars like little boys. And uh he tries the chocolate bars first, and obviously that doesn't work. You know, he since found out that they eat meat. And then he just after talking about the disappearing people. He goes, they don't eat chocolate bars. And she's like, what? He goes, you know what I mean. They don't eat chocolate bars. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck? Oh, God, your serious voice is hilarious. <laughs> but then, it, like, after this conversation, he somehow convinces her to come and see them. Like, I would be running out of the house like Jamie did it. He killed everybody. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> But he he gets her to go there, and, and at first she looks at him, and she's like, oh, they're pigs. There was a sinkhole, and pigs fell on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then she looks down, and she's like, wait, shit, no, those are little man bear pigs. And uh, he she tries to convince him to tell somebody about him, and he freaks up, and like, no, it's our secret. You can't tell anybody. It's just you and me. They'll put him in a cage. They don't want that. And he's, like, freaking out. And she tries to talk to him, and then the ground gives way, and she slips in. And he kind of tries to save her like she's stuck on a branch hanging above the trollologs as they grab at her legs and she's screaming for help and jamie's like half-heartedly reaching in like no you're pretty too i don't want pretty people to die yeah like we haven't had sex yet don't die (laughs) and then she falls in and gets eaten and jamie runs home and cries to teddy now we cut to Jamie's parents reading about sandra being missing so like they just got home and he's by himself like where'd sandra go i don't know she, uh, she left. <laughs> I guess we don't have to pay her. <laughs> and then, like, you know, they talk about all the other missing people in town. Suddenly, we smash cut to the police asking Jamie questions about Sandra's disappearance. Why did... This is where I have the question. Why weren't the police anywhere in the movie? <laughs> like, why is Til this their only appearance? Yeah. Yep. It's like, finally. 
And then we see, like, this is where, you know, Sam, you were talking about the the one cop, like, I don't know if he was the chief or whatever, was talking about the reason he likes to live there is because nothing happens in this town, and the other cop's trying to convince him something's, you know, something's fishy. Yeah. And um, we get this little montage of investigations. They find Abigail's bike, uh, like, in some kind of, like, it looked like, a, like, under an overpass type of thing. Yeah, um, it's just, like, under a bridge or something. Yeah, and then they are interviewing Good Value Tom Selleck, who had the nudie photos of the uh, librarian and the tutu in his car. So Jamie set his ass up. And I love it because Tom Selleck doesn't say anything. He just goes like, oh, 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 (laughs) like he never speaks. (laughs) And why did, how did Jamie give up those Polaroids? I know, right? Well, that's why I'm questioning, like, did he have that in mind from the start? Like, I'm going to have to set somebody up for the murders? or was he just like, oh, convenient plot device? Yeah, yeah, I don't uh, know. He's got enough premeditation to do that elaborate scheme to get Polaroids of a librarian's tits. He's yeah. got enough foreshadow or forethought to plan that out. <laughs> True. But then right after they arrest the uh, they arrest Tom Selleck, they go and play with the old lady's wheelchair, <laughs> which, I don't know, that cracked me up. Uh, look, I don't care if I'm the world's greatest detective. I do the exact same thing. Oh, fuck it. Really? <laughs> Definitely. I'd be like jumping over things and you know racing you my friends. Wheelchair, you gotta play with it. You yeah. just mm-hmm. have to. I'd, I'd be doing spin outs in the parking lot. There, Travis there is... and his friends had one that they had hidden behind somewhere near these railroad tracks and they would go and like play with it every once in a while. That's awesome. Can you blame them? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no, no, not at all. Right? Yeah. That, that's like every kid who made, like, you know, shopping cart go-karts, you know? Like, you'd get that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. fun as hell. Definitely. But one thing I did forget to mention is after the police talk to Jamie and they tell him to go up to bed, he goes upstairs and he sees, like, the ghostly image of mauled Sandra. So it was kind of like the friend in American Werewolf in London. <laughs> Just, like, appears yeah. all fucked up. And yeah. Jamie gets that shocked look on his face and runs away. Jamie's schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, after all of the, uh, you know, all of the the uh, cop montage, we see Jamie going to the trollologs and tells them that he can't feed them anymore because there's no more bad people. And he throws a rope into the pit to let them climb out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Right. He he then sees the ghost of Sandra and freaks the fuck out and runs away as the trollologs use the rope to escape. Those fuckers have a lot of great upper body strength. Yeah, because they, they got, got hooves for feet. Too. Yeah, they just like scoot right up that rope. Yep. And then uh, we uh, we we see Jamie crying to to Teddy about Sandra that he keeps seeing her, and Teddy's like, "It's all in your head, Jamie. She's not real." <laughs> It's just like, what the fuck? This is her conversation like, you tried to save her, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And he's like, she's gone. She's not really there. But we cut to the cops, and and the one guy is trying to convince the chief that he doesn't think Tom Selleck did it. Um, He's like, I don't don't know. And he's like, and there's a whole lot of other people missing. And then we cut to the cop finding dead people in the the cornfield. (laughs) And we see the (laughs) montage of... The trollologs hunting people. Trollolog, <laughs> Sorry, I this, had to get that out of my head. No, hey, I totally understand. Yeah, but yeah. this might be my favorite scene in the entire movie. So we see two people swimming, 
And first of all, why is it was it so common for people to be like swimming in jean shorts in the 70s and 80s? Like that is not comfortable at all. I've gone swimming in jean shorts. It ain't fun. Because you didn't have swimming trunks. Yeah, that's all you had. But no, 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 no. You had those 70s shorts. Come on. We all know the 70s basketball shorts because you're yeah, but you always didn't the have them on you. Listen well, no. here, Mr. My parents bought me clothes. Some kids <laughs> just had to cut the legs off their jeans to make yeah. sure. Then why not do yeah. it with jogging pants or something soft? That's not going to be we like... didn't have them. Oh, come on. Every kid had jogging pants. No, you got to cut no. them comically short so your dangle wangle can plop out one of the sleeves and you can be like, hey, oops. Hope you didn't <laughs> stare too long. Yeah, come but if it, if it falls out of jean shorts like that, it's going to be all chafed and red. Yeah, you're swimming in like a toxic waste pit. Like these two dipshits, it doesn't matter. Oh, but so the dude gets up on the shore and he's like laying there and the girl comes up and she asks about the farmer. She's like, is there a farmer around? And he's like, oh, no, this place has been abandoned for years. She's like, want to go skinny dipping? I'm tired. <laughs> like, that's all he says is I'm oh, tired. Idiot. And she's like, all right, suit yourself. She swims away. You know, gets gets her, her titties out and immediately gets taken by a trollalog. <laughs> she like swims up into like some brambles and then takes her top off for no particular reason. <laughs> like, I, I I wrote skinny dipper gets trollalogged. Yeah, it's a new way to die. Oh my god! But I also love when we see the cops rounding up the posse. Like they're talking to the the one guy who found the corpse in his cornfield. And um, he's like, is there a zoo around here? I saw them. They're little, little furry people. They, they're, they're really weird. He goes, I wonder if it's one of them things from the zoo. They got these orange oran thingies. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> orange oran, huh? <laughs> For orangutan, nice. Um, so now we get the the cops and the locals hunting the monsters. The trollologs beat feet back to the pit. <laughs> and the, the posse surrounds the pit and shoots the fuck out of them. And the, the hunters and the cops report that it was a pack of wild dogs, and they then fill the pit in. Cut to Jamie. What's oh, that? God. Oh, Sam, what'd you say? They were like a firing squad. Yeah. And then they just, like, covered it up, and then it was weird with, like, all the, like, phone calls and stuff. Like, okay, don't tell anybody about it. It's like, how many pits are there, man? And, like, <laughs> dude, you just found a prehistoric species. Yeah. What the hell? Like, what? Cover Keep it, it up. Cover the, it up. The chief was like, I don't I just I live here because nothing happens. Cover that shit up. I don't care. Yeah. So but now we, we cut to Jamie going to stay with his grandparents for some reason. Like they never tell us why. Jamie. I know. I was like, did I miss something? Did his parents die? Like, what the fuck? I'm just smash cut to Jamie staying with the grandparents. Jamie's getting pawned off on somebody as always. And gra- uh, Grandpa tells Jamie to go play with the local girl, Alicia. He's like, do you see her? Her name's Alicia. She could be your playmate. So Jamie tells Teddy to wait behind and goes to talk to Alicia. She asks him to play and tells them to chase her, and he takes off after her. Uh, so they run off into the woods. They find a hole in the ground. <laughs> Jamie goes, trollologs. No, they eat people. And Alicia goes, yes, I know, and shoves him in. Credits at the end. <laughs> Oh, I love that ending. I I will give you that. The ending was fucking hilarious. Like, just the deadpan way Alicia's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Just like, shove. 
Yep. And it was just so like, like I said before, like Tales from the Crypt, you know, like, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't feel like he really deserved to die. He uh, you killed know, like I, seven people. Did, no, he did not kill those people. The creatures did. They <laughs> ate them. Okay, Wait, we well, never established how deep the <laughs> hole is. They might have just fallen and broken their necks. Maybe so, that's why you don't hear anything. So wait Maybe. a second. I, I gotta examine this. Sam, what is your take on Jigsaw? Is he a murderer or not? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's putting the people in an, an inescapable situation where they're gonna have to maim or kill themselves. You know, Jamie kind of did the same thing. Unescapable. They were unescapable at first. Wait. Part part one, they were not inescapable. You had to cut your foot off to to escape. But but part one technically was in part one, because then we found out later that that other scene was the first time he set it up. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but that's the thing. Like, we see after part two. Part two, we see some... Some some that I would argue are are escapable, and other ones I would argue are not escapable, like the uh, f- you know the furnace trap. Uh, but part three is where it was like, okay, y- yeah, you just here's a pit of acid, like you got a key in there. Hope you you hope you can get it out before your muscle disintegrates. Like what? No, <laughs> there was a lot of that shit where you just could not escape. So if you could escape, it's it's not murder, and if you can't, then it is. I would still say it's a, a assisted homicide. <laughs> oh, potato, potato. <laughs> but anyway, Look, that is the pit. <laughs> what I've learned here is that just stay on Sam's good side and you don't have to worry about this to begin with. I will anybody. <laughs> Sam, that was very Jamie like, I can't hurt you. I'm only 12. <laughs> me oh my god is this murder if it feeds my chickens uh, <laughs> maybe I mean, probably not to be fair they gotta eat circle yeah. life you know i did just give them some chicken bones well you know calcium yeah. yep i didn't like the cut of your jib you know <laughs> oh it's one of my favorite phrases the cut of your jib but uh so yeah there's a lot of uh trivia that we already mentioned you know like about how this was originally called teddy and it was a much darker screenplay more serious horror story where all of it was in jamie's head and he was just a little psychopath um there's the apparently the skinny dipper was the director's daughter and because his, his what the fuck yeah what? well apparently that's, that's some dario argento level creepy <laughs> it, it's it's very fucking weird because like his daughter wanted to be in the movie and immediately like wanted to do the nude scene and it was supposed to be a full nude scene and his because his uh, the director's wife would not let him film anyone else fully nude but she was okay with their daughter being filmed fully nude no right no. right no. this gets weirder this gets weirder so when the the filming you know started apparently the director was like no 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 put put your bottoms back on like it's just going to be a topless scene and it, it says here that his his daughter stood there stark naked in front of him for a few moments wanting to know why he changed his mind like all of this makes me feel 
not okay to be reading. Maybe this is why he didn't direct any more movies. Maybe he went to jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's creepy. But it, it fits with the rest of this fucking movie. Um, the original Trog costumes, not Trollologs, originally apparently they're supposed to be Trogs, um, were deemed not realistic enough. So the new costumes that were created uh, were, were built, like uh, that took a big bu- part of the budget to build the new costumes. I would love to see what the original costumes look like because the new ones just looked like little people in fuzz costumes. Yeah, they're like <laughs> half gorilla suit, half yeah. whatever the fuck. And now, because it's IMDb trivia, like, you know, I always do the thing where I look at a bunch of IMDb trivia and then look around the internet, see what I can dig up. Um, This I call full BS on. That it has been suggested that George Lucas took inspiration for the design of the Ewok characters in Return of the Jedi from the pit monsters in this film. Yeah. And I bet Arnold Schwarzenegger was up up for a part. Oh, yeah, no, no. Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) did actually audition for Sandra. So... (laughs) He was like, why don't you want to look at my boobie? I got the boobies. Look at my boobie, Jamie. Uh, uh, the Trollocs, they eat people. Get away from the pit. Do <laughs> <laughs> look me now? Twitch, watch my back. Am I pretty, Jamie? <laughs> there we go Strasburg if you're listening we're going to remake the pit only with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone <laughs> holy crap Stallone will play Jamie <laughs> oh who talked to Teddy but uh <laughs> Oh Lord! So this one kind of ran long, and unfortunately, I do have to get ready for work. So we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping things up. But let's let's get final thoughts in here. So, Mike, I know you're a fan, but do you have any final comments on the pit? Uh, it's free to watch both versions on Tubi, which kicks ass. And uh, if you get bored, go on the Count Creepyhead Facebook page. We are having a contest to get yes. a free gift card for Jerry's Closet. You just have to give us your best count one-liner and we are going to pick the best and that one gets a $25 gift card for jerry's closet online store be there or be square and don't go in the woods with creepy jamies i i can already hear hibbard saying blah the trollologs live in the pit the pit is my butt (laughs) blah my balls they eat people blah blah uh, something bows. <laughs> so definitely check that out because I am very excited to see what people write for the count to say because I know we're going to have Josh read them. Um, sure. <laughs> so I'm very excited to see that. But Sam, do you have any final thoughts on this before we get into our closing uh, uh, social media and whatnot? Um, not really too much on the movie. Just saying that we'll post links for Jerry's Closet. And I should be adding a bunch more stuff to the website this weekend. And if you want to follow us to a pit, you could check out Deep in Jerry's Closet also for our 21 plus items. Yes. Nice. Now, die in Jerry's Closet, Sam will find a way to justify your death. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, the uh, the videos that you've been posting on like Instagram and Facebook. Now, that's is that going to be a YouTube channel as well? Is that is a YouTube channel? Um, it is a YouTube channel. Um, Western New York Core Crew has had a YouTube channel for a while. <laughs> There's just uh, 
I just started posting those videos with uh, deep in or what's in Jerry's closet to show what we've been posting. Nice. See, I, I don't follow anything on YouTube. I, my YouTube is yeah. sparse. So I always follow everything on social media. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, definitely check that out. I've been watching the videos that you've been posting on like Instagram and stuff. So very cool stuff. Thank you. I'm but, like uh, super nervous about them. I don't know if I should still do them or anything because they're going to no, be I, like. I honestly, I think they're really well done. Like not yeah. only, you know, not only do you, do you have a knack for it, but they're like actually quality made. Like you, you do a really good job with them. We were literally just talking about how it took you about an episode and a half to kind of like get your feet under you and you were ready to go. Like you had your voice. So don't doubt yourself. Yeah, no, seriously. And, and a lot of people have commented that they've liked the Sam episodes of the Boogeyman's closet. So you, you are definitely one of us now. (laughs) That's much. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, for anyone not following the Boogeyman's closet, check out the Boogeyman's closet on both Facebook and Instagram. We no longer have a Twitter um, because it was just too much. Uh, we do have a Patreon, which is how this episode came to be. Uh, so check out the Boogeyman's Closet on Patreon.com. If you're into unedited episodes for the $3 a month or the higher tiers, we'll get you stuff in the mail and uh, birthday picks, stuff like that. The big uh, package is coming out uh, this month, actually. I'll be mailing out a uh, big package of artwork and goodies for all of our Patreons. Um, so if you're so inclined, check that out. Uh, we're also part of the Rad Pantheon with, uh, you know, a bunch of other cool podcasters and artists and musicians doing rad stuff. So check out the Rad Pantheon on social media or radpantheon.com. Uh, like Mike mentioned, you know, you can find Count Creepyhead there and Sam we can find, you know, in Jerry's Closet, the Western New York Horror Crew. So definitely check all of that out. Um, anything else you guys want to plug before we wrap this up? No, I'm good. We all good? Um, something popped into my mind for a second. I was going to jump in and then I didn't. Uh-oh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just follow Western New York Horror Crew. I'm sure there will be something that will pop up in there. Well, and this definitely will will not be your last time on the, on the show, as we were discussing earlier. Um, so there will definitely be more more Sam to be had on future episodes. Um, but our next uh, episode, if anyone wants to watch the movie before we cover it, will be episode 201. We'll be kicking off our Christmas horror round four with a movie that actually isn't a horror movie, but Violent Night uh, with a. Uh, freaking david harbour as santa claus it's basically die hard with santa and it's fucking amazing so look forward to that that's coming soon but all right guys i think we're gonna wrap this one up here so as always this is mike saying goodbye bye bye Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, follow us on Instagram at The Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Thank you.